Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing this new movie. You may have heard about it. It's called Spider-Man No Way Home. We finally got it. It's here. It's the greatest movie of all time. All that and more over this side. We have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. Sorry, and I'm Jeff Randall. <laughs> and in our producer chair today, we have the lovely Ashley Coffin. How you doing, Ash? I'm happy. I am so, so happy, happy too. <laughs> oh, so so excited. Well, let's just uh, first off give a let's do a 30 second non spoiler review. I think we already did, right? Like it's just so freaking good, yeah. guys. It's so good. Yes. Best Spider Man movie. It's now in my top eight, and I will say none of the other Spider Mans were in my like. Top 10 is too hard, but I have like a solid top eight and that just destroyed it. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. This is, yeah. this is such a great film and it does so much. If you've been watching Marvel movies for a long time, like I have, like this is such a wonderful, wonderful film and you need to go see it. It is just freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Highly, highly recommend. Um, it's, yeah. It's, it's the best movie. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say, like it's, I, I'm putting it at the top. It is over Endgame and Infinity War. Let's wow. not get out of, let's not get out of our, out of control. Right now, for right this second, the hype level that I'm at is equal to Infinity War Endgame okay. because it was so freaking good. Like there were so many moments where I was like, I. Okay, so you're, if you remember in game, I wept the whole time, straight through, front to back. This one, I was so overwhelmed. I was so overwhelmed, I couldn't even get the get the tears out. I was just my mouth was agape the entire time. I was just <gasps> and like yeah. there were some times where some yelling came out where I you know we all cheered, like the whole theater cheered. But like that's all I got. That's all I had. I I didn't have emotions like. Or rather, I had emotions. I just had too many of them. And they were all colliding. (laughs) Yeah. It's such a packed movie with so much it's trying to do. And it does it all so well. And with such a beautifully crafted shorthand, you can stay with it emotionally and like conceptually. And it just feels, the pacing feels right. And we've talked a lot on our Bingers Assemble series where we covered all the Spider-Man movies, which I'm so glad that we did about how right. overstuffed some of those movies felt. The ones that fail, yes. fail because they're super overstuffed. And like, this was overstuffed as hell. And somehow, <laughs> it le- like, this is more overstuffed than anything we've ever seen, except for maybe Endgame. And like, it still feels so fun and fast paced. And I don't know. Everything about it was perfect. Flip, 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 baby. I, I, wanna, I loved it. They gave enough time to each character and made the story cohesively make sense. Yes. And that's what's most important. It's got yeah. that Marvel magic. Yeah. And so many moments are perfect. Wait, wait, magic's real? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so many moments in it are perfect comedy and tragedy at the same time. Like, there's, like, really amazing moments that are humorous, but also really, really heartfelt. Like, they're, yep. they're, they're hitting me in both at the same time. So, like, mm-hmm. if, you're e- if you're there for one or the other, like, if you're there for the serious character development it's constantly happening but it's also never stopping being fun um right i think they did that well with infinity war and endgame uh with the exception of a few moments that were just like really really sad and this has its sad moments too but like man i just never stopped having fun the whole time the whole time yeah so good if you if you remember uh matt you and i were whenever we were doing the uh the recap on uh the amazing spider-man 2 like you kept saying, who is this movie for? Right. Like that was the question is who yeah. is this movie for? And with this one, there is no question. This movie is for the Marvel fans, all yeah. of the Marvel fans, particularly for yeah. Spider-Man fans. But yes, mm-hmm. yes, <sighs> it's crazy, man. Okay. Let's get into spoilers. Cause I can't contain. Yeah. Myself I don't anymore. have anything else to say. Yeah. That's not <laughs> about spoilers. <laughs> <sighs> I can't, I can't even spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Let's do a classic. Jeff, give us the spoiler in three, two, one. We got everything we wanted. Yeah, we, we did. Got, we got literally everything, everything we asked we for. Wanted. It came at a cost. It came at a very high cost that I was not ready to pay. Yeah. But we got everything we wanted. We have all three 
Spider-Man. Toby was back. Andrew Garfield was back and better than ever. I, can we talk about that? I Let's give him so much moment. credit. That's the best I've seen from him as Spider-Man. I yes. enjoyed him so much. And he, he does get a chance in this one to like let go of all the heaviness that he had in, in his amazing Spider-Man outings. There's still emotional moments with him when he catches MJ. I know. Oh God. He says, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, are you okay? Like it, that's one of the moments I think of like, cause it's perfect emotional, like payoff for his character for a two movie arc of his character. And it's, it's a perfect comedy moment for MJ. It's like, why is this, middle-aged man crying while he catches me i don't understand what's <laughs> happening uh it's like really great and those two different perspectives make it so funny but also so heartfelt and touching oh and so touching when they were having that conversation between the three of them where they're telling andrew garfield that you know no you're amazing oh it's so good it was like it was so meta of them yeah like, yep he knows what people thought about his movie right well the fact yep. that he actually said amazing over and over no no you yeah. are yeah. amazing you are amazing. Yeah, I, I needed to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so good. No, can I hear you say it? No, I just, I, I just really need to hear it. Of course. the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Spider-Man 3. Like, I get it. I get it. I'm Spider-Man 3. <laughs> he didn't have the, the alien villains. He was like, I just had some guy in a rhino suit. And like, <laughs> aliens. You got, you got the web coming out of your wrist. I had... Like rhino suit guy, like no, I'm lame. Just like the direct <laughs> comparisons between them, and like I mean, even just the the scenes where they enter the the film with Ned yes. and MJ sling ringing them over to the house and like getting the chance to like I don't know engage with them. Like it just uh, it's so funny when he when they're asking him to like crawl over and get the cobwebs and you just crawl around, crawl around a little bit. Like, crawl around? No. No. Just no. throwing bread at him? No. With, with, you don't have the tingle thing? Yeah, I've got the tingle thing, just not for bread. <laughs> Stop throwing bread at me. <laughs> and she chucks, she chucks so many rolls at his chest. I knew that Sony <laughs> was setting something up here. And like, I knew that by doing this movie, they were allowing themselves to have a multiverse of Sony movies while still having Spider-Man be in the MCU. Like they had, they now have a multiverse to play with, which is amazing. Yeah. Right. But like, I did not expect myself to leave the theater being like, I want an Andrew Garfield movie. Like I really right? want a third me Andrew too. Garfield movie. So like, give bad. Give me back Andrew Garfield as elderly Spider-Man now. Yeah. Or not elderly, but you know, older Spider-Man. When we called a lot in, in our, in our Bingers assemble reviews of the movies, we called a lot about like sort of the difference between these characters. And they have those conversations. Like, do you have someone? And it's what no. I didn't expect is like, we, we talked a lot about how like, these Spider-Men would be mentors for Peter. But what I didn't really expect is like how much they would like encourage each other and be brothers. Like they yeah. all like were trying to encourage each other. Oh, he's like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to like tell you guys what to do, but I was an Avenger. And they're like, what's that? What do you mean? Oh God, when Toby you guys was don't like, know how to be on a team. <laughs> Toby, when Toby was like, that's awesome. What is that? <laughs> were, were you in a band? That was actually one of the, my least favorite lines oh, in the God. movie because I yeah. thought it was a little too silly for the moment. Like they're, everything's about to die, and he's like, "Wait, are you in a band?" Like that was funny, but it's, it's a little too far, almost. Yeah, <laughs> almost. I, almost. You know, I I feel like it's it's still a solid Spidey line. Yeah, because like he quips. Like, did you did you notice? Like when. When Garfield, when they like when they all jumped out to like lead the guy around, immediately first thing is that Andrew Garfield Spidey leapt out and just started immediately berating Max. Just yeah. like, hey Max, been a while, I haven't seen you in a bit, and like swings off. Like it's it was perfect. It was perfect. Like even oh, like he, I got the things out of Andrew Garfield that I that I liked about Andrew Garfield Spider Man, and then. He got better somehow. Mm -hmm. And then I got the, the awkwardness out of Toby that I, that I loved yeah. about Toby Maguire, Spider-Man. And then he got better. <laughs> like, ah, uh, and Tom Holland just continued to be like, to show so much depth, 
mm-hmm. so much range. So God, the rage that he felt at Green Goblin yeah. as he was beating the ever living shit out of him. Like you could tell that it was just visceral rage they did it so well with the choreography like normally spider-man is like web 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 jump flip leap waha you know quip whatever no not this one not this one he got down and dirty on it like bashing him in the face webbing his shoulders and like pulling him down so that you can knee him in the face like oh my god it was so brutal Mm. that was the most brutal spider-man i've ever seen hmm yeah, Toby's pretty brutal. Toby has these times throughout all three of those movies, where especially the first one, where they just him and Goblin have it out pretty hard in the yeah, yeah that weird abandoned house in the in the in the first one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I we were talking a lot about the Spider Man, which is deserved, and obviously why we're all here. But like, man, the villains. Willem do we Defoe. just start with one and move <gasps> through them? I don't know. How, I don't even know There's, how to do this. I don't know. This is our instant reaction. It's it's going to go where it's going to go. But I just got to throw out Will, Willem Dafoe is we still the show. Ken, when <sighs> he took off, it Ken slow clapped, and I was like, "Look at you!" <laughs> Everybody started clapping because we just were such big fans of him, and he he just was him again. He was even doing the same exact mannerisms, like when he switched mm-hmm. over to Goblin, he would do that eye squint thing when you knew he was goblin and you're like damn it i just want all of this (laughs) well and me on bingers a symbol like we talked about what would we want from each of these characters if they got brought in and like i think we're gonna have to do another episode where we go and talk about what they did because like we we got so many things we wanted like one of the things I, I I talked about Doc Ock and wanting the inhibitor chip to be a like important part of the thing, and it was. And mm-hmm. like we talked about how we it, said we wanted a team up, we wanted yeah. him to help. We got that. Yeah, we got that. We talked about how much we wanted um, Green Goblin to have that sense of the double personality that he had, because mm-hmm. that's something that mm-hmm. I didn't even really remember when looking back on those movies, but rewatching them, I was like, oh, this is such a huge part of his character. There's just it's clear that they really were writing a love letter to those actual movies not just being like let's grab a green goblin and make him look similar like those were the characters from those movies and they are just just wonderful just absolutely wonderful they did such a great job of updating that character for this verse like they they updated his his wardrobe in a way that like made so much sense oh yeah and it was like that that purple hood and cloak from you know from it being a uh, a sweatshirt like a, like a hoodie yep and like having it be all ripped up and look just like the freaking comics like oh mm-hmm. my god it was so good that yeah. was one thing I said I needed was for them to update his outfit yep yeah and they and did, they it, did. But in like such a fun like he's a homeless guy way like literally he's wearing homeless shelter clothes and then yep. like they get ripped up and torn and you know he just becomes that version and it's. Oh. It's wonderful, man. I can't, I can't even, it's so good. There was one kind of goofy part that I like, I said out loud, like, that's all it took when, um, when he was, he was like hiding the glider and the helmet was hanging up on the corner of the, um, of the dumpster. And he was like, leave me alone. Like he took a rock, he took a, a, a rock and smashed the helmet apart mm-hmm. with one hit. Well, he's super strong, but a rock though. A rock yeah, in New York. I don't know. I was like, that's all it took? Like, Spider-Man should have broken his helmet, like, so they many times. They were fixing a problem from the first movie, was where they put such yeah. an amazing facial actor behind that mask. Yep. Like, you mm-hmm. can kind of see him, but you can't. So, yeah. I really appreciated them breaking that. Like, I just was like, were they listening to us? Like, did they re- read? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, I, I briefly considered, like, making the opener of this podcast episode... Something along the lines of like, we wrote the best movie ever, you guys. <laughs> like, because it, it kind of felt like we wrote it. You know? <laughs> it, was, it was very. We saw so nah. many things where we were like, called it, called it, called it, called it. Call we called it, it. Yeah. even <laughs> back at the trailer when we, you were like, oh, he's going to be looking in on Mary Jane and she's not going to know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. No, that wasn't even a trailer. That was a behind the scenes photo. <laughs> Don't look at those anymore. Okay. We were like, that, that seems like that one more day thing where he doesn't know who she is. And sure enough, that's what exactly it was. Or she doesn't know who he is. And right. he has a piece of paper. I was saying that the piece of paper was like an address or something. So I was wrong on that. Yeah. But 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we call it a lot of things, but like the way they constructed this movie to make it still have good pacing and like, I don't know, like there's things I just didn't know I needed to see that were amazing in this movie beyond but like going back before the multiverse stuff even cracks open, like his teachers responding to him being Spider-Man. That was yeah, so yes. funny. <laughs> so JB Smooth and Hannibal Bradley, they were yes. so funny. JB and that other guy, they're they're all they're all three so good, and given those three great comic actors like the chance yeah. to like, and I was like, I know what you did, <laughs> I know what you did, crawl around here, swing around here, I know what you did, Spider Man, like it's just yeah, it's like don't feel 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 free to like crawl, you know, to get to avoid people, you know, we, we all know you can do it, <laughs> we all know you can do it, and the, the, the one teacher was like, some of the students. Uh, kind of put this together. It's like, no, you made that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I supervised and may have had some help. Yeah. Uh, I may have, I may that, have directed. That it's scene so was good. wonderful. Like, <laughs> even just like the little moments of like, like Ned needing to like, uh, be involved in their relationship and feeling like a third wheel a little bit. Not, not really him yeah. feeling like a third I wheel. I don't think he us, felt it. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Us seeing that third wheel nature that's kind of developing. Like that's the thing you didn't need to make this movie complete, but like there's just really great character moments that they're sort of building this world up. And it's like, I don't know. It just feels real. It feels lived in. It feels fully realized. It doesn't feel yep. like, a a movie like this, which not that there's ever been a movie like this. How in the world we have, this is the only, I mean, we've talked about how Marvel is making movies that are like a cut above the rest and like combining a bunch of different plot lines to come together to make things like Avengers movies and in game and all these things. But like no one has ever made a series of things and then brought all the universes of that thing together <laughs> to make a finale for all the universes prior that didn't get good endings like yeah yeah this is just an insane thing this is a movie 20 years in the making <laughs> oh for sure yeah. and it was perfect like you give yourself enough time you can get it right <laughs> yeah what did you guys think about doctor strange i was like you so he was off in that and you saw mj found that box of hair dye Black hair dye down in the cellar. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't catch that. Ooh. That was very. Um, yeah, I thought that was oh, yeah, very weird. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm. His hair looked a little blacker. It was just. I don't know. There was something. There was just something off about him the whole movie. We. You know. Maybe he has his own PTSD going on. Maybe he feels responsible. Maybe he's upset. He's not the source of supreme. I don't know. But he just seemed off. Well, mm, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think about the that. trailer. Uh, let's talk about that at the end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's save that okay. baby. So somehow a gigantic reveal revelation that was like, that was kept pretty well from me and Matt, but sorry, Ashley, but this gigantic revelation that is somehow not the biggest deal in this movie. <laughs> we got Charlie Cox back. Yeah, I know guys. We are sitting here on such a wealth of good stuff that we watch, we've been talking for like 15 minutes and haven't mentioned that fucking Daredevil's back. Like, I was waiting for a big moment and then you shifted right in the middle of the Doctor Strange talk. Sorry. I lost my goddamn mind. Right? I kind of knew. <gasps> Thanks, Gregory. On the Listen, no more spoilers. Like, guys, on the, on the, we love our chat page. If you post spoilers, you spoil it for us and we're the ones doing this for yeah. you guys. Please be more careful. We have to moderate. That got spoiled. So. It spoiled for me, Melissa, and Brian. And yeah, it's just... That's a bummer. I, I was... Mm. It did not cancel out my excitement for it, though. Right. I screamed. Even though it didn't cancel Ashley's excitement, don't you fucking do it again. Don't you do it again or you're out. <laughs> <laughs> but he was just oh god i love him so much i just can't he's great i do think they kind of that that part felt very sandwiched into the movie because his legal troubles just sort of disappear well i mean when you have such a good lawyer on your side well he went right to dr strange from there i thought well no there's the whole thing about school and 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 mit and all that stuff is when he went to dr strange that's the thing um that was so great with having Charlie Cox, uh, Daredevil, Matt Murdock, whatever you want to call him, there for is like, yeah, the legal troubles went away, but he even said right outright, like, you're still going to have the court of public opinion. 
Yeah. Right. So like you may be out of the legal sure. troubled waters, but like that's honestly probably not going to be the worst part. I guess he took care of it. I guess that's why he kept being like, uh, you know, you need a really good lawyer. I'm a really good lawyer. Maybe we we're supposed to think that he kind of took care of it. Yeah. Because it is weird that it was just quick and he was gone. No, it's totally. I need him and everything. It felt like they, that, that's my point, is that it felt very contrived. It felt almost like they included the entire legal trouble as an excuse to put Matt Murdock in the movie. It's like, fine. It doesn't really affect anything after that moment. There's just like legal trouble all of the sudden. You know what it felt like, though, with that, like just kind of like, I don't want to say shoehorning a character in, but like. Having a character show up just to do their one task and then leaving, it felt like a comic book. For sure. It really did. It does. It felt totally exactly does. like a comic book. Does. And I want now, after seeing that scene, and so oftentimes when a, when a hero is in their secret identity and they do something crazy, like catch a brick even though they're blind, uh, they then go, oh, it's not, sorry, nothing. And then the other characters don't pay attention to it. Like, yeah. just got lucky, I Spider guess. Spider-Man looked at him and was like, how did you do that? Which yeah. means to me that Spider-Man really knows something is up with that oh, guy. Yeah. So, like, mm -hmm. now that Spider-Man needs somewhere to go in the th next movie, he knows nobody. And, like, he needs to find somebody to help him. He might turn to that lawyer again who seems yep. to have superpowers, you know? He needs, he needs mentoring mm -hmm. in how to be a masked vigilante who does not reveal their identity. Yeah. Or they can and switch each other's identity back and forth like they did with Iron Fist in the comics. Yeah. So oh one can god. be there and one yes. can not be there. Oh my god, yes. And now that like thinking about it, there was totally a reason they gave us two Hawkeye episodes in mm -hmm. one so they could release that Fisk one right before this because all of that yes. stuff has got to tie into each other. It and I don't know to. if we're getting it in a TV show. It's definitely going to be before the next Spider-Man movie. I can tell you that. Oh god. Oh, it's everything I've ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> How long did this movie take? Just, uh, just it's like a day, basically, because they say twelve hours at one point. That was how long Strange was falling. Oh, uh, okay. It was a week after the uh, the events in London that his identity got outed because it was uh, the news report at the beginning said the attack in London last week, and then it was a little bit after that because I think that was a school trip, if memory serves, mm -hmm. where they were starting his senior year, right. and so it was a. It was a couple of months that he had to deal with being in the public eye like that. Yeah, and we know that at some point, there's also, we take down these Halloween decorations. Yeah, I told and you that, to take down mm -hmm. the Halloween decorations. That's right before he goes to see Doctor Strange. So, it's sometime yep. shortly, probably November. So, I was just trying to time this to Hawkeye and Hawkeye. see like how this relates to Hawkeye. Because we know Hawkeye's like three days till Christmas or whatever. And this is yep. way back. This is probably in November, I'm guessing. Yeah, because Christmas music was definitely playing. At one point when he went through one of the malls or something, they were playing Christmas music. Oh, fun. Uh, the, the moment when he went through the mall while tripping through the mirror dimension was so mm -hmm. cool. That was so cool. <sighs> And I love that he figured it out with math. Yes. He's like, you know what's cooler than magic? Math. math. And I was like, yeah. No. That is such a cheesy Spider-Man line. And I yes, freaking it love, is. It. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I can't so was disappointed in Doctor Strange. It's, not, it's just like they have him be so powerful sometimes. And then sometimes it's just muted. It's like his powers come and go depending on where we are in the story. Mm. Yeah. I, I felt like he was trying to pull his punches on peter well, and i think yeah of course i think with peter he was like it's like he was <laughs> he was trying to scare peter into just kind of giving up and accepting that like strange is way more powerful than him like sending him into the mirror dimension and then you know breaking the world around him and he's like what the hell is going on like basically just trying to break his his spirit in that fight uh, but then Peter figured it out. It's just math. Yeah. Um, yeah. So cool. Which is so great. So cool. Cause he, under so great. he probably in some ways understands the mirror dimension more than strange does. Cause like he understood the patterns that it was working in, you know, he's like, this isn't magic. Yep. This is somehow math, which goes so well with everything we know about the dimensional travel and the way they're using it as magic. It's all science. So it's like, Whatever is happening there, it's a mathematical equation that is creating the Mirrorverse. And he, like, right. figured it out. And that's so fun. And it's so Spider-Man. It's all patterns and geometry. Uh, I'm, I'm really <laughs> good at geometry. geometry. 
I liked when they were all being science bros in the uh, in the lab. Oh my God, so yes. much fun. And I, <laughs> the the one part I keep going back to in that in my head in that is when Ned was like Peter, and they all like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, no, pa, pe- Peter, Peter, and nope, still all still of us. All of us. <laughs> Peter Parker, not nope, still everybody here. <laughs> and then he's like the the computer. Uh, oh right, okay. Peter, th- it's so good. I, I think my favorite moment still is Peter three. I get it. I just I delayed yeah. that moment so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he was he was arguing with Toby at like right before that, right. just like I'm not Peter two, and he's <laughs> like everybody listen to Peter one. What? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I love that Tom Holland <laughs> proclaims himself Peter One. It's like, and then they're like, "Okay, fine." And and then he, I think he points to Toby and says, "Okay, Peter two. And then <laughs> he goes, and then "Yeah, yeah, yeah Peter, Peter three. Yeah, Peter, Peter three. three. Fine. <laughs> You're all in agreement. I'm Peter three. <laughs> I I am also in that in agreement. I th- I thought they did such a good job with Lizard too. He looked really good. Kirkana's so looked good. amazing. And they they got Thomas Church back. Everybody up. Yeah. I couldn't believe Tom's Hayden Church was in there. Still wearing that same dumb shirt. Sorry. Yep. You hate that shirt. You hate that shirt. <laughs> I love though that they didn't like put him back in the shirt until like Way at the end of him being in there. I was surprised. They really did hold back. Oh my god, I just remembered when he's when he sat on the sofa and was like, oops, sorry. Sorry. Brushes off the sand. But it brushes it, but more (laughs) hand keeps getting put there because his hand is made of sand. I really wanted uh, (laughs) Happy to be on the phone like, was that guy guy made of mud? Keep him off my couch or something like that. I really Happy. Uh, Peter, I see a lot of people going through the house on my doorbell cam. What's going on? Did you bring a cyborg cyborg in there with a robot leg? And I really liked it when all the villains were like getting along and talking and like helping each other. I was like, this is really cute. It was it was so wholesome for mm-hmm. like thirty seconds. Thirty seconds mm-hmm. <laughs> when Jamie Fox saw the uh, the arc. What oh, Tony yeah. Stark? The arc. Yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. It was he he was going to be one of the ones that resisted. Oh, and it makes sure. sense for why he has the yellow power. Like I love that mm-hmm. they didn't do it right away. Yeah, yeah, he was blue at first, mm-hmm. and like. <laughs> Peter tried to do the thing and it went through him. <laughs> and Ned's like, "Can you ask Peter if this is a like a a, a tree man? It's a just it's just a All tree right. man. It's just a tree. It's just a tree." Speaking of the the arc reactor, <sighs> Alfred Molina getting the payoff. So many payoffs here of him getting the the inhibitor chip back, getting to be the good guy, getting to talk to Peter and like act as his mentor again in a way like. Checking and checking in with each other, like it was just so nice. But then him holding the arc reactor and being like, "Power of the sun," and uh, Tom Holland's like, "In the palm of your hand," like it just oh no, it's yep. gold. It was gold. Yep. It was absolute gold. I loved the entrance of Doc Ock. I thought that fight was badass. It was just and while trying like, to save that lady. Yeah. All, yeah, all while trying to save that lady. And she, like, didn't understand that he was a hero. Did yeah. you, I did not. Like, I remember calling from the trailer. I was like, he has nanotech. He's pulling it off Peter. Did I think that Peter was going to take control of that the way he did? No. Nope. Did the entire audience cheer? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yes. We were losing our goddamn <laughs> eyes. He's like, er, er, er. It was like an iPhone. It's like Bluetooth. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. New device pairing. <laughs> when you <laughs> look for a device on your phone called my car. Uh, <laughs> or look for a device called Doc Ock's arms. Man, like yeah. what the. So good. Oh, God. It's nothing but great, guys. There's just nothing, nothing but good about this, this film. Like, I mean, I, I keep I feel like I'm not even talking about how great like the scenes and the emotional arcs are just like when we get to a scene, I'm like, Oh yeah, there was another funny line in that, in that scene, like in that right before the doc Ock part, when, <laughs> when Peter's running through on the, on the bridge with all the cars in gridlock and he like, he stops for a moment, like does his, does, you know, pulls his suit down, straightens everything out. Like, okay, calm, collected. Like he's about to walk into her office, but then he walks up to her car door. And it's like tap 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 tap. Hi, ma'am. Um, 
And she's like, you know, you're on the street, right? Yeah. What else was he supposed to do? Uh, also, that suit was so wrinkled. I felt it so bad so for wrinkly. Peter. It looked like the one he wore to that premiere the other day. All of us ladies were, we were looking at the pictures because uh. Zendaya looked like a queen. And we're like, look at that wrinkle suit, Peter. Now I think it was just that suit. That's adorable. He just kept it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, there are suits you want to grab from the set, and there are suits you don't. And that's one of the ones you don't, Peter. <laughs> yeah. And his his shirt under it was also extremely wrinkled. Like, oh yeah, to hell and back. That's so funny. So silly. It was so good. Mm. Okay, <sighs> so we talked a little bit about Melina, uh, and we talked about Connors. I, I thought for Same a long time they were going to have Connors talk, and I thought the one thing that I found a little odd about this movie is that I can't tell... It seems like they're saying these people basically jumped out of their bodies shortly before we last saw them. Like, all of the bad guys jumped out shortly before their last battle sequence with Spider-Man, and the Spider-Man didn't seem like much had happened in their universe since. Yeah, it looked like they got them from different points in their timelines in the other... Right. Like, they got the oh, villains sure. earlier in the timeline... And then the heroes later. Basically, it seemed like yeah. we got them all shortly around when we last saw them, basically. Which is convenient for us as people who've watched these movies. But it, I found it kind of annoying from especially Toby. Like, I think Maguire, uh, not, sorry, same person. I think Garfunkel could play. <laughs> Garfunkel. You know what? He's earned it. Garfield. 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 He's finally yes. earned it. I'm going to stop calling him Garfunkel. <laughs> I'm going to try three. my best. To stop. Peter three. He's still Peter three, but that that doesn't embracing the fact that he's Peter three make endears him to me so much. Yeah, it's so it so funny. It's the like whole part. what actor comes back for that role to be like, right? I know my movies kind of sucked. Everybody, I'm here to redeem myself. Like that's so good. I love. Yeah. I love. I think that's what I loved about it the most. Not only did he know that's why he was being brought back, he doubled down on it, and he was he perfect. Doubled. He down. made me really upset too. Like when he was talking about like what happened to him we kind of talked about how we thought that that he would explain like you know how he lost his person and he was loner i thought he was going to be a lot sadder than that i'm kind of glad that they didn't do that like right? i thought yeah. he was going to be the angry broody spider-man no yeah but instead he's like i try to still be your friendly neighborhood spider-man but then he's like i got all ragey and i was like i would i would stand in line to see that movie peter three it's something uh fox always talks about on superhero ethics the like idea that you need your people around you they're the ones that keep you grounded you know they're the ones mm -hmm. that keep that moral center like still around yeah um, and like so so a lot of times pete when people in these shows decide to ignore their friends and family or like try to go without their friends and family, they turn into darker versions of themselves. Right. And I think that's, that's fairly true in life. Like we all kind of, when we don't have people around us giving us, giving us moral clarity, which how we haven't brought it up yet, but I know I've been dancing <sighs> around it. Moral, I don't want to, there's a lot of discussion when, about moral clarity. Ugh. I can't believe we finally got our uncle Ben moment. And when it was she Aunt May. said that, when she said with great power, I was like, uh-oh. Of course. I, I, I knew mean, it. she got like shit stomped <sighs> moments before that. As soon as the glider was behind her, I was like, they're going to Uncle Ben her. She's Uncle Ben. That's it. This is the moment. Like, I knew it as soon as he lined that glider up behind her. I was like, this is it. She's she's Uncle Ben. She's gonna say the line. And then because that's the whole point of this movie, mm. was that she's trying to impart to Peter that like you have this responsibility, even the bad guys, even the villains, you have a responsibility to help people. Because the more people you help, that goes on and helps more people. Help help somebody, you help everybody, it says on a gravestone. Like mm -hmm. it's so we've seen the Uncle Ben moment so many times in movies, but this time we got an Aunt May it really, that we... It really they, actually meant something. Well, it's been Them three movies faking with us her. out with it, too, was really not nice. What do you mean? Because yeah. she was up, she was talking, she was fine. She got railed by that thing, and then she got up on her own. Yeah. And then yep. went over to Peter, and they were, like, for a good five minutes, she was okay. She said the line. And then she said, I just need to catch my breath. And, and I was like, no. And, and I, she had blood on uh, her hand. And I was like, mm -hmm. how are you going to do that? 
It was it was really. How hard. are you gonna mess with my like just play with our emotions like that? It was it was it, it did exactly what it it, yeah. it was supposed to, and it was really hard. To, it was hard. Really hard to watch, but the thing is, like we've seen that Uncle Sorry. Ben moment so many times in cartoons and comics, two Spider-Man series, and they never showed it to us here. And it's because they wanted to give us that Uncle Ben moment that would really hurt us. And it really yeah. hurt because we knew mm -hmm. Aunt May. She has been in so she's been in what four or five movies? All yeah, all of them, right? Uh, she wasn't in Infinity War or Endgame, I don't believe. So she's oh, okay. been in the three Spider Man. Well, she was at the end of Endgame. She was at the oh, funeral. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So she has been in fi all five movies he's been in. Um and that's yeah i care i cared a lot about her and to see her go and leave him alone like really alone at the end mm -hmm. of his movies he, he is a he is super alone when he goes yeah. to that apartment and that makes me so sad for peter he looked content though in a way that made me feel comforted oh for sure yeah i don't know what they did such a good job with that last scene and then it reminded me of toby listening to the police scanners Oh yeah, it was just that that last scene was really beautiful with his GED book, and you just know he's so much smarter than that. Yeah, right. Mm. That choice that he had to make, though, where he saw his friends got into MIT, and he saw that you know she had the the scratch, the battle damage, the scratch on her head, yeah. and the band aid, and he was like, "That was because of me." This sort of thing is not going to happen to her if she doesn't know me. Mm. I have the best way that I can save her is to not have anything to do with her. And it is just soul crushing to see that happen. I have questions. I didn't realize that people were going to still remember Spider-Man. So that actually makes it a lot easier for him to talk to people about who he is, I would think. Because she Probably. even still had the necklace on and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I wonder if she's like... Where did this come from? Yeah. Oh yeah, the Black Dahlia necklace. The broke, yeah, the broken necklace, mm. and they all must. They all had those experiences with Spider Man, in you know. Yeah. So if they remember Spider Man, they remember. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man. And I don't know. I thought that was. I didn't think that's how it was going to go. So it's like if he goes to Doctor Strange and is like, "I'm Spider Man," he's going to know who Spider Man is because the world still knew who Spider-Man was. Right. Did people it, it is it is a little confusing like what did people forget? It seems like he he asked him at the end what if they just forget me. And it's like yeah, different than just forgetting that he's Spider-Man. Like none of these people remember him period. So yeah, like Peter right. Parker doesn't exist in this world. Right. Mm. But Spider-Man like the fact that Spider-Man does at least that leaves a, a doorway for him to interact right. with these characters, you know. Yeah, yeah, so like he can he can go to Doctor Strange in, you know, Spidey outfit. Yeah, and be like you did this. Or he could even like, be like Peter. The way I said that this should have been handled from day 1, but we wouldn't have a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like mm. just go, go tell just everybody. Do the spell. I'm going to go tell my friends, you know, in a minute. Yeah. I'm, I would have given glad. them all letters. <laughs> I'm glad, though, that we got some sort of, like, real, um, how to put it, not resolution, but, like, a, a decent way for the, the spell to be affected that's not, like, just kind of a cop-out. Like, Strange was actively trying to help him. He's just like, okay, yeah, cool, cool, I can add that in, I guess. Let me add yeah. in one more line. I guess, yeah, let me add in one more line. What's a Ned? <laughs> like... And, you know, he, he did, he's trying to be accommodating, you know, he's, yeah. this is a guy that he just saved the, the universe, half the universe with, and, he, you know, is a friend that needs help. So he's like, sure, I got you. And tries to add on a little more and a little more. And it's that arrogance of Strange that was the downfall of the multiverse from the look of it. Yeah. Or if it's not Doctor Strange. Do you know the only thing that made me think it kind of was him is when he finally was the Doctor Strange that we all love in the moment where he's he tears up and he's like, the people who love you and care about you, we care he, about you, we're going to forget himself. you. He included mm -hmm. himself in that and I was like, oh, I love him too. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, where have you been this entire movie? <laughs> yeah. Steven. God. And he, like, when he came back, when when he came back, he was like, I'm actually proud of you. Like, I'm very surprised that you were able to do this for all of these people. Like, <laughs> that's all I wanted to hear, Dad, is that you're proud of me. 
Loki would have been happy he had a little revenge because he was only falling for 30 minutes, but Strange yeah, is right. falling for 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the other cuts were like, whoa, 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 whoa. You went to the Grand Canyon? We could have well, used you here. Yeah. <laughs> he could have used your help. Yeah. <laughs> God, this movie was so good. I'm so happy I have tickets to go see it tomorrow. I actually messaged Jeff today and I was like, you guys think that they're really going to change Lady Liberty from a female to Captain America? She definitely just has a shield. Ah. Oh, did you? Nice. Good call. I good did. Call. <laughs> good call. I just good saw, call. I remember seeing like something that looked like a shield out from under that tarp in the trailer and I was like right and I was like there's no way they're going to change Lady Liberty into Captain America yeah no nope, yeah. you were you were correct you were correct which oh. it looks like they're not going to I was like let's not finish that now that you knock that monstrosity off because it didn't look cute <laughs> yeah it didn't look great I didn't like it <laughs> I was not a fan the, oh, the shield okay looked a little it. wrong it's weird it, it just yeah it looked it looked too clunky to be yeah. cap shield yeah it looked a little more John Walker shield yeah, right? It looked like John Walker went up there and was like, all right. Tink, tink, tink. Tink, tink, tink. Can we discuss how Spider-Man almost John Walkered the Green Goblins? Until Toby stared him down. Let, yeah. Listen, oh. I thought I thought they were really going to kill Toby off. I right? thought they were going to kill him. I mm. screamed. I was like, oh, no. Well, the whole time I'm like, don't turn your back on him. What are you doing? Look behind you. Look behind you. Mm -hmm. No, Jesus. You know, I was so mad. Like, it's a classic movie. You got to look down. They're never, you know, he was, sorry. I was so yeah. mad. No, I'm with you. It was, it was silly to take your eyes off Norman at that moment. Ugh. When you knew he had the spikes. Mm -hmm. It's so funny, though, that like when when Garfield's picking him up, he's like, are you OK? He's like, no, I'm fine. I've, I've been stabbed before. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. You've been stabbed before. Great. <sighs> yeah. So good. So good. And then, and then when he's like, you're in so much. I'm in so much pain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've been going a while. We're going to need to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after this. And we have no control over. And we're back. And we're back. I never, ever thought that like multiple Spider-Men all being quippy, all being fun on the same screen with so many characters in it would work. And oh my God. God, it, it, it knocked it straight out of the park. It, it totally so worked. God. This was Marvel delivering on a level hitherto unseen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard because like I, 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 you, you mentioned earlier, you think this is maybe your top and like, I think it's damn close, but man, it's so hard to think about like Endgame is such a, an accomplishment. Infinity War yeah, is such an accomplishment. It like the, yeah. it's hard to say it's better than those, but like it's it's right there. It's, it's also it's, it's maybe more there. fun. It's it's more fun than those. Like it's still heartfelt, but like just rewatchability. This might have more rewatchability than in either any of those. Like there's so many funny and fun scenes in this, whereas Endgame has long Endgame. slogs. You know, I like Infinity War better than Endgame, and I just feel like that pace is just. But I like that dark. I like I love all that. You know, there's different, you know, you, you can tell personalities by the, they're your favorite movies, you know, oh, it's still yeah. got the funny, but that's definitely one of the more darker. And I just, I really loved everything they did there. And for yeah. that, how long that movie was, it goes like this. It does. It really does. Yeah. Mm. I think, I think that Infinity War is a better movie, like a, sta a better standalone film, mm -hmm. but I like Endgame more just for it being such an accomplishment. Right. And right. I, uh, I, the more I think about it, this movie might beat Endgame. Like nothing will beat everybody uh, coming up to face Thanos and his arm, Thanos and his army with Cap standing there with the broken shield. Like nothing will ever beat that scene for me. That is the greatest scene fair. in the all brutals. of Marvel MCU history as of now. That is the best scene. Yeah, I, agree I don't know you. though. Three Spider Men jumping off of the uh, off of the scaffolding it's and great. swinging together. Well, it was awesome. You just you just did uh, the Raimi trilogy, right? Mm -hmm. And do you remember like that third one where Spidey was riding the glider was like the best. That was the best superhero fight sequence like ever of all time. <laughs> That's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> right. When I saw those three Spider-Men swinging together and then he webbed the two of them and threw them and they kept swinging together. Like, oh, I, I felt 
that excitement again. I felt mm-hmm. that moment in the Same. theater again. Yeah. Just like the feeling of excitement. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, I get uh, it. So, so freaking killer. Well, yeah. there any like corners of this movie we haven't touched that we want to touch on? Because I know we're not uh, going to get it all out today. We're going to have tons of feedback. Those credits. Ned using magic. Yeah. Ned sliping the thing and then making that joke at the end after. Uh, Garfield was like, oh, my best friend died in my arms. After trying to kill me. Yeah, and then he's like, I won't turn into a villain, uh, you know, and try to kill you. I promise not to turn into a villain and try to kill you. But now he has forgotten that promise, too. Like, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Oh, no. As soon as, like, they forgot everything, I was like, he's definitely going to show up as Hobgoblin, right? Isn't he in Hobgoblin mm-hmm. in comics? He's Hobgoblin, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's Hobgoblin. Does Hobgoblin use magic? He throws flaming pumpkins. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like a Mysterio type of thing where he's like a, a movie effects guy, but he's based on Green Goblin. Right. I had in the back of my head somewhere that like he was a Green Goblin, but he also used magic, which like if, if Ned actually has magic powers, then like maybe that ties in. I don't know. I, don't I, know. Made, I made him totally manufacturing that in my brain. I just thought he had other powers other than just the Green Goblin like. Riding the glider thing. No, no, no. Wong's the Sorcerer Supreme. That's interesting. Right. Like, while we're on the topic of sorcery. Oh, yeah. I love that Stranger's like, did you open a portal with a sling ring? And he's like, y- yeah. And he's like, hmm. Hmm. Yep. And then walks away. Like, he's going to remember that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Maybe. Or would have, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he'll remember any of it now. Like, I don't know what. Uh, this spell, forgetting Peter Parker. Like, what else do people forget? Does well, that's what they remember yeah. Spider-Man. So right. they had to remember being there with all the Spider-Men. Probably. I love that I can say Spider-Men. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. But then Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Strange is bitter let's about ta- that. Let's, let's yeah. talk about this post-credit sequence because... Yes. Oh, oh, I finally God. got the first look at my baby's movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, it's it's a there's a voiceover of Wong telling Doctor Strange like you tried to do a you 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 sullied reality or something like that. Yeah, he was like, you know, there's consequences. There's consequences for when you you, like the first sullying reality. So like, oh, that was Mordo. From the oh, first that was movie. Mordo. That was oh, Mordo from the was first it? movie. From the first That's movie. Was. Interesting. Yeah. See his dreadlocks? He looks fantastic. God. He looked amazing. He, he looked, I'm going to say, his outfit kind of looked like a Loki variant. Almost. Yeah. Like mm. with the green and some gold on it. Like, yeah. I think I mean, they're just running a, out of colors. It was a brief glimpse, and that's that's been his look, is green with gold. But. <laughs> he's totally not a Loki variant. He's not a Loki variant, but he's dressed up. To, what if he's a follower of TVA Loki, and TVA Loki's like, can't mess with the sacred timeline. <laughs> no. Calling it now. I mean, too maybe. Too many sorcerers, too <laughs> many TVA agents, <laughs> too many variants. Well, I love that we've, we've been saying for so long we didn't know what, whether he was going after Wanda because of what she did or how they were going to meet up and the yeah. fact that he was going to her for help. And it's like, you know, she's technically the most powerful sorcerer on yeah. the planet. Oh, and, my God. And she looks so And then good. she was like, mm, you know, doing her stuff. I was just like, I can't wait for this movie. And I could just like feel the tone oh. of it. And like this movie was made for me. <laughs> <laughs> By so um, one of my favorite directors. And oh then you God. have evil Doctor Strange like ripped right out of What If. And he is, I love Benedict Cumberbatch. And I think we're going to get to see what I love so much about him oh. with his acting and doing this, the Defoe thing that two sides of the same person together in the same scene and i just cannot wait oh my god when he said things got a little out of hand i thought that he was gonna do like the tentacle hands from what oh yeah and i was gonna lose it but i still kind of lost it (laughs) are we thinking that's the same version i don't I think it's a coincidence that that happened like that. I kind of want it to be. I remember there was talk about people like uh, Raimi. Uh, there was talk or rumors about 
them being upset that they even did that in one if because it was so close to what they were doing in mom but it was just a rumor that there was going to be a dark doctor strange in mom mm. sorry court ob just said in the chat didn't we see some tentacles though and that reminds me yes we, we saw shumagorath that eyeball thing yes the eyeball yeah. thing shumagorath was in the streets shumagorath in the streets doctor strange in the sheets oh no. I'll take it. <laughs> Darker Strange in the Sheets. Even better. Even better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the one you kick out and send home at 3 a.m. <laughs> if he doesn't leave before then. <laughs> Getting to see America Chavez was awesome. Getting to see right? everybody everybody that's going to be in that movie. I'm so freaking pumped, guys. Did you see how cool it all looked, too? All like, God, yeah, it was so the gorgeous. Men, like, I don't know, the te- telescope-looking or kaleidoscope-looking things just look so amazing. I'm sure they're going to drop that full trailer in a couple days on uh on on youtube so when they mm-hmm. do we'll do a uh hopefully by monday uh, maybe they'll have it dropped oh, and we can do a frame. reaction yeah oh yeah and then i know people like i know somebody had put in the chat that there was a rumor that that was going to be at the end and i didn't really see that as a spoiler i was actually more excited for that to be a fact and i couldn't i was like very excited i was a little surprised that it was actually a uh, trailer. trailer yeah they haven't trailer done that since Mom. Ooh, what, what movie Avengers. did they do that in? Yeah, Avengers. They did that in Cap 1 right. for the Avengers. Yeah, that's right. And Man. they haven't done that since. And uh, honestly, it fit with this movie because there was so much Doctor Strange. Like, and we, like, we've seen... <clears throat> okay, so those of us who like pour over everything multiple times uh, every week, <laughs> those of us who, you know still think that WandaVision is probably the best uh, Disney Plus series that has come out this year. When we saw Wanda and we're like, oh shit. And they talked about Westview. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. oh shit. And he's like, I don't give a shit about those people. And he's like, I don't care about Westview. And we're like, oh shit. Something bigger than that? Yep. And then Doctor Strange you know, from film goes to super dark looking dark dimension or uh, mirror dimension and like things are going crazy and we're like, man, we we've seen this guy a lot in this movie. Like this is incredible. And then we see dreadlocks Mordo and then Shuma Gorath is in there. And then, you know, all of the things and like, she does her like seeing, seeing Wanda in the crown again, working with them. My Lord Mm. on their side. Oh, it was an amazing thing to see. And I, I, I don't know that it would have been as good a trailer to see on YouTube. Yeah. Cause no, no, I yeah. it's showing up in the theater like that was incredible. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. It was great. It was perfect. Uh, what about this other post mid credit sequence we got? Um, what? Poor Tom Hardy. I love it. Because he's out. He's out. He's, right? out. he's out. He's out. He's he out. Was he's in and he was out. <laughs> I freaking loved the way they did this. Like having uh <laughs> having this version of Venom, Tom Hardy's Venom, just spend the entire movie at a bar getting drunk. Like that is hilarious. We know in that he Mexico. flashed in. Yeah. In Mexico. He flashes in. He's With in that hat. At this resort, he flashes in at the end of Venom, and we're like, I thought for sure, there's no way they're not going to put him as a character. He's not going to be one of these people. And also, they had five villains, so I was like, surely there's a sixth coming. The Sinister Six, right? Like, it's the whole thing. We're going to get to see six villains lined up against the heroes. Like, that's got to happen. And then it didn't. He just stayed in, like, Fiji or wherever. Like, he's just hanging out. It was Mexico. Mexico. No oh, man, he, he just his hat said Mexico. Mexico, oh, I yeah. didn't see it. He just stays in Mexico and is just drunk, getting drunk and asking about this universe the entire time. Yeah, so funny. It was great. So funny, it was and so funny. it it implants the symbiote so that we can drop. have. So who's gonna be? Like we get to recast Venom all over again. The, apparently, unless they do a variant that looks the same as Tom Hardy. Which I hope they do, to be honest. Yeah, I would be down with that. Spike493 brings up a really good point that I have been kind of wrestling with, uh, is why did they bring in Venom? Like, why did Venom get pulled in? Because it was only supposed to be people who knew Spidey's identity. 
I thought the hive mind might have known. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. They made a point to say that they were a hive that moved across the multiverse for a reason in Venom 2, which you didn't see. You wouldn't know that. My bad. Sorry. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's the only reason why they, they made it very clear. Right. It is still a little weird, but I agree. Yeah, I think that's yeah. exactly what, like, the, the Venom symbiote knows who's about. And actually, it ties into why he licks the screen. And, and why he's he's saying, like, we should go see Spider-Man in New York. Yeah. Like, I think like, that, at least in comics or in versions of the story that I've seen, either in comics or cartoons or something, the Venom symbiote really likes being attached to Peter Parker because yeah. he likes the because spider power. powers. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. He, he's, it's, a, it's just like Eddie is a good uh, symbiotic relationship with the symbiote, but, like, Peter's an even better like symbiotic relationship. It's just that it messes up Peter's morality. So like Peter always sheds it and it goes on to Eddie, but like mm-hmm. the, yeah, this one's a really, uh, so, so, so what I'm thinking is like when we see in, in venom, when he pops over for, to the universe and sees a Peter Parker and a Spider-Man, he licks the screen. Cause he's like, yeah, this is one of my favorites, you know, like <laughs> I need to find this Spider-Man. And then, maybe the symbiote itself like left a little bit of itself there on purpose and it's like on its way to go find peter parker oh my god and we get it like spider-man 3 the way it was always supposed to be with them (sighs) we get a spider-man who has no moral barometer anymore because he has nobody in his life yeah he's wrestling with that darkness Mm -hmm. wrestling with the darkness he had for like you know killing (sighs) okay here's another theory this is another theory if you got one though (laughs) Okay, okay, you got this Venom Theory, go for it. This is is unrelated. Okay, this one is very related. So, Jamie, or Electro, when Electro was like, you got that that nice face, and you're from Queens, and you help people, I I thought you would be black. And Mm -hmm. he was like, somewhere out there, there's got to be a black Spider-Man. What if the symbiote gets attached to Peter Parker, Peter Parker turns dark, and the the one person that can bring him back is another Spider-Man, but it's Miles. That'd be cool. I'd yeah. like that. And Miles is the one that brings him back and and be like, look, man, I'm here for you. And then and then we get like Spider-Men comic. Yeah. What? I can't wait to see <gasps> Miles Morales in this universe. <laughs> I the thing I was about to say uh, is so Norman Osborne disappeared for 12 hours or six yep. hours or whatever. However long it was. If you're Norman Osborn, this version of Norman Osborn, uh, a goblin-esque character, and you land in a universe where Oscorp doesn't exist, and you, what do you do for six hours? I would contend that you go and find the other Norman Osborn, and like maybe you get him like on a path to being the kind of person that you are. Um, and I, I like seriously wouldn't be surprised if this Norman Osborn disappeared into Arver into the MCU and like went and like basically awakened another or Norman Osborn, like whether, whether it's like, you, you, you know, I could totally see a scene where that Norman, where like Willem Dafoe is talking to whatever actor plays the new Norman Osborn. And he's like, <clears throat> you know, like, what are you doing? You're wasting your potential. Looking at me, I'm a God and you're just nothing but this and da, da, da. you know, like all that kind of stuff. Like, and like, I don't know that he had access to the serum, but I could even see him injecting the other uh, version of him with the serum and like, or just giving him his blood. Yeah. 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 Blood transfusion, something, Well, not even a transfusion, just like a vial, like here, study this, figure out the formula, then inject it. I I know you're something of a scientist yourself. I can't believe you said that. I was like, so happy. I was so happy. So freaking happy. You said that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but that would absolutely perfectly set up Norman Osborn to be the hero in Secret Invasion. Didn't he lead the Dark Avengers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he gets to be the hero, saved everybody from the, the evil invading scrolls, mm-hmm. you know, all in quotes, and then gets put in charge of the Avengers and makes the Dark Avengers. I think we got that coming. I honestly feel like Fisk is going to fill the Norman Osborn. I don't know if our universe even know. has one because there's no Harry. There's well, no he best said, friend. He said the company's not like my company uh, doesn't exist. Right. But that's not to say that there's no Norman Osborn. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's why I, I, I had that idea. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I could see it. Like, and how much fun would it be if we got like 
a lineage that led us to like that of Norman Osborn leading us to the new Norman Osborn. Yeah. Also, I mean, the, it'd be a variant, but still the, like the mistrust, like what if suddenly the hero of the world is the guy that, you know, a variant of that guy killed aunt may. Oh man. Right? Mm. Like what if he's like Norman Osborn for president? And then you have this Peter Parker who nobody knows in the world trying to be like, let's not guys, let's not. And like, nobody's yeah. like, what? Yeah. he saved us from the scrolls. He's a wonderful man. Da, 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 da. And like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's all set up so well. It really, really is. Yeah. Hey, speaking of vote for a villain, uh, in the advent calendar that I have, I, I pulled out, this pen. It's a vote for Loki pen. Oh, cool. Very nice. Very nice. Yay. I'm happy about it. Anyway, didn't mean to take us off topic. We're hitting about an hour. Uh, how much do we want to keep going or do we want to make that the instant reaction? Is there anything else we really need to say right now? I'm just really happy. My brain's like fried. I'm just overwhelmed. You know? Yeah. Same. Same. I'm looking forward, like, I'm looking forward to going through all the feedbacks and stuff on Monday and really getting into it again. Yeah, me too. Are you so- seeing it tomorrow? Again? Yeah. yeah. Lucky. I'm seeing it Sunday again. Yeah. I'll, like, I, uh, I purchased tickets for the family to go tomorrow because the kids get out of school early on Friday and we can go to the 3.30 showing. Uh, but then they didn't do their chores, so uh, their tickets got refunded. So I'm going with Gary instead. <laughs> <laughs> so it's awesome. It's going to be a big day. And then we're going to come That's back and play Gloomhaven. So it's going to be a real good day. Best Friday ever. Ever? <laughs> low bar over there low bar well <laughs> it's gonna be a great friday well guys we will be back on i guess monday with i don't know we'll try to we'll try to figure out when our best time to record this week is because we have so much to bring you guys this week i'm sure there'll be tons of last minute hawkeye feedback and tons of spider-man uh feedback so keep get it in mcucast at gmail.com hit us with the feedback and we will uh, do as much as we can. Um, thank y'all so much for listening. Um, we'll be back soon. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Bye. <laughs> I'm so happy. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.